by Megan. Welcome to Bad Movies Rock. Thank you, Megan. Megan, welcome to Bad Movies Rock, where sometimes we get the rare pleasure of watching a new movie for the first time together. You know, it's, it's not me forcing something down your throat saying, hey, Megan, look at this. It's rare. It's rare. But but yeah, we've done it this time. We've done it this time. And it was a pleasant surprise. Amber, yes, this movie took us for a roller coaster ride. And it, it was what a delight. What a thrill. What a what a what an experience that you and I went on together. I'm, I'm actually really glad you hadn't pre-watched this. I am too. Because, because... Because there's twists. Yeah. I there's mean, like when, emotional, tw- like, yeah. like viewer emotional twists that go yes. on. Yes. There's there's one, one big one that is such a fantastic sort of, oh, fu- you got me. You got me, Bloodshot. You, I was not enjoying you. And now I am because I wasn't enjoying you. Well done, yes. sir. Well Good job. Done. Yeah. And then they take it and they run with it. You know, they they it's a it's a it's a pretty standard action movie in many ways and it is it doesn't have the best effects, it doesn't even have the best action sequences. Certainly not the best choreography, but god damn that story. Yeah. I mean, right? Like, that story is not usually a thing we say about action movies. Like, usually we like the movie, the action movie, despite the story. Mm-hmm. This or is the almost story the is, reverse. The story is so dumb that we laugh at it and we love it. But yes, yeah. as, as as you were saying before I interrupted yeah. you, this is almost the reverse. It, yeah. it makes it okay, but better than okay, but also good. And then, I'm sorry, we'll, we'll get to this, but they used... All the pieces. It was actually fairly lean. Nothing was really a throwaway line necessarily Sur- or throwaway exposition. All of it really served a purpose. You know, right down to it, Chekhov would be pleased. And, and I am going to say, and like, maybe it's been too much already that we've said, if you haven't seen this movie and, and you go into it blind like I did, I had no idea. I, Vin Diesel, Bloodshot, great, fine, I'm in, right? It's Vin Diesel in an action movie. Don't listen to this before you watch the movie. Absolutely. In fact, we, we should maybe put a disclaimer before the music and just kind of say, hey, don't listen to this yet. If you if you have any interest in watching Bloodshot, and quite frankly, after we watched it, we think you should. Don't listen to this yet. Absolutely. So here's your second warning, because we've definitely, absolutely, and for sure, put that in at the beginning. Probably not. I mean, I, I guess I guess I would have... I would cut this and then put that there unless you want us to record it at the end and then make me cut and paste it. And that just seems mean. I was kind of hoping we'd use the thing that I just said and I'd put it. Oh. But then you said second and now it I will did. just be. So you ruined it. And now they're I not going to get a pre-warning. Oh, well. Well, I did what I could. To ruin it. To ruin it. Well done, sir. Mm-hmm. Megan, what's this movie about? Yeah, so, Okay. Again, we're going to get into the fun details kind of after the Critics' Corner. But this movie is about how they took just an average Joe, average Vin Diesel, and made him into a super soldier. And they did it by making his blood, maybe whole person self. No, just his blood. His blood is nanites. Into nanites. But then sometimes they push away his face, and his face can re- whatever. Well, the, the, nanites I guess the nanites in his are re- blood are, re- are remaking are re- his flesh re- pieces. Yes. Okay. Yeah. They, sure. But they are his blood, and then you know they they do the work on the flesh pieces. 
Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Makes sense. Um, so, so we, we find this, this, this soldier of Vin Diesel and he is, uh, he goes, he's a very good soldier, Amber. And we, we learn about him and his perfect life and his perfect wife. And, uh, but then tragedy strikes his, um, you know, just before he's murdered, he witnesses his wife killed. Um, and then, uh, and then once he comes back as this this uh, uh, super soldier, he goes on uh, revenge sprees. Or does he, Amber? Conspiracy, intrigue, Amber. All these things happen. And, and then we'll learn about them later. Yeah, at first, you've got your, your traditional zombie super soldier narrative with all the classic tropes of sunsets and tragic backstory and also heroic backstory. And, you know, think universal soldier. And uh, then it's not that. And then it is that, but it's it's not that at all. It's also not that, yeah. All right, you have been warned. Critics Corner, and then we're going to ruin it for you. Yeah, absolutely. We probably already have. Amber, what do the critics think of this movie? I frankly think they didn't think highly enough of this movie, and I am furious at them, as usual. I have a 40 for Metacritic and a 50 for users. Oh, sorry, 44 for Metacritic and a 50 for users. Interesting, thirty on Tomato Ooh. Meter for yep. the uh, yep for the critics, but a seventy-eight for the audience. Mm. Now there, there I can, there I can agree. They know audience, what they got. you got my back. I appreciate it. And they might have just been, you know, panic-starved. This was a, a beginning of the pandemic movie. Uh, it, was it was released in early March, and um, you know, movie theaters weren't really a thing. It was more or less kind of dumped off onto Amazon for the sake of purchase and rental. Right, which is a bummer because this would have been this would have been I, I was looking forward to this movie and uh, yeah it's a we're bummer. always we're always looking forward to Vin Diesel Megan mm-hmm. Amber Megan. okay one the critics are a mishmash of of competing interests and disinterests some of them are say the plot was incomprehensible and needed to be untangled into being something clever some of them say the plot and the meta ness of it is is what you know made it worthwhile but the action wasn't good and the effects weren't good or the effects were good but the action wasn't well shot they took a lot of shots at the director saying he didn't know what he was doing even the ones who liked the plot were like yeah it was too clever for its own good and it didn't pay off and it just evolved into a bunch of action tropes what movie were you watching what movie were you watching what do you mean sloppy what do you mean and frankly the story alone was clever and and just being like oh you know it's meta it's self-referential yeah, it it was. In a way, this is perfect as a successor to Expendables because it did the things Expendables didn't do. Yes, so, absolutely. So many of the critics say, like, this is just that typical, you know, 90s machismo, toxic masculine action comic book fair that's just terrible and doesn't, you know, shouldn't exist anymore in our, you know, 2020 lives. Like, no, it no, very specifically not. wasn't that. Yeah. Intentionally, it, it referred to those things and said, yeah, no, that's why this is awful. We can do better. And then it glorified in the fun, ridiculous action that you get with having those movies anyway. I, it wasn't the best action. It wasn't the best CGI. And it wasn't the best direction. Yeah. Some of it was very sure hard yeah. to follow. But it still had fun while also getting to say, isn't this stupid? Mm-hmm. And they had this great other narrative going on that I thought was also like not just the meta narrative, but really kind of interrogating abusive relationships through yeah. this comic book movie in a couple different ways. Yes, it, yeah. yeah, and kind of you know 
the controlling psychological aspects of having, you know, an abusive person run your life. And then what happens like when you take it over, lots of people die, apparently. And I'm, I'm like, it's you got to break some eggs. Yeah, you do. Oh, well. To find yourself. But it, no critics. No, you were all over the place. You're, you're cr- critiquing some things that other people think are great. And people like, I get the criticism is is opinion based, but they're also referencing other movies and Philip K. Dick and low rent Philip K. Dick. And mm-hmm. it was clever enough. It was well executed. The story was lovely, easy to follow. The acting, nobody mentions the acting. Guy Pierce was great. Yeah. As he the was a nice ter- guy, toxic, masculine villain yeah. abuser. He's a very terrible villain. Like in ter- by terrible, I mean He's a great villain in terms of, like, we have just watched The Expendables and villain after villain were boring. Oh, milquetoast. Yeah, and, and Guy Pierce just hits it. Like, he's not over the top. He's not, like, like, I I do, en- I'm not going to lie, I do enjoy my over the top villains. Oh, yeah. But this one, this is a very, like, subtle and up- upsettingly, like you said, toxic, masculine, abuser villain. Mm-hmm. Yep, not the toxic he masculine who is the nice guy. The one, oh, yeah. he just wants what's best for you, but he understands better than you do what you need. What you need, yeah. You I just, you, you need structure. Yeah. You need to be told what to do. You need to feel like you are making the, oh my gosh, it was very well executed. Right. And, you know, Vin Diesel was Vin Diesel. Some people were liked him, some people didn't. It was probably one of his middle-of-the-road movies. There were a couple of glimmers of, you know, pitch black Still hungry for it, Vin Diesel? Yeah, yeah. Not enough of them. And then where are the props for Lamorne and Morris's comic relief and awesome yes. guy hackerness? And yeah. not a single mention in any of these blurbs of, of Isa Gonzalez. I'm not sure yes. that's how you pronounce her first name. I, I, I want to say it's, it's Isa. E-I-Z-A. Yeah. She, she's, she was also in Hobbs and Shaw. Yes, she was. Yep. Uh, she... And again, at first, oh, they're just using her in the worst action movie tropes ever. And then all girl gets it. Not as much as she could have, but she mm-hmm. gets it. I mean, yes. Vin Diesel's the damsel in this movie. And she doesn't full on rescue him, but helps him have the tools to 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 enact his. I mean, she basically full on rescues him, but he's, he's, yeah. he's, he's not unrelated to the rescue effort. Oh, my gosh, Megan. <laughs> Dumbass yes, critics. What do you? Yes. What, Sorry, they miss they miss the the main uh, almost all of them miss the the main uh, kind of points of this movie and like you said focus on you know they, they say the plot's too clever like you said which is just ridiculous it's an action movie like and it's it's actually being a self referential action movie in a way that I have not seen before so okay critics get over yourself um, and uh, yeah. So yeah. much comparison to the Fast and the Furious and Ooh, it's about family again, even though he doesn't say it, or comparison to other comic book movies and how it's not as good. And uh, quite frankly, the story in this was leaner and cleaner than a lot of comic book movie nest like stuff that I've seen. Absolutely. It, because it makes all of the mistakes that those things make, all of the freaking ridiculous logic and character choices, and then is like, yeah, we did it on purpose. Right, yeah. There was one critic who said, like, yeah, the first 15 to 20 minutes are kind of blah, but then it picks up. It's like, that was the point. That's the fucking point. That was the it point. It was supposed to be, like, it was, it was, 
it was supposed to be hard to watch, and then you realize why. In fact, what did you say about this movie, Amber, as we were watching it? Did I say? I said I'm so mad at this movie. Uh, and then you said it was dumb, dumb, not fun, dumb. Oh yes, yes, it was. It was dumb, dumb, not fun, dumb. It's not even because it was doing all the same like bullshit tropes and not yeah. even doing them well or goofily enough or tongue and cheekily enough to make me interested. And it was on purpose. You got me bloodshot. All right, fuck you, critics. We spent enough time on you. Let's get into the good stuff. Yes, please. Megan. Amber. This movie opens in classic fashion. Yes. Vin Diesel soldier. Taking out the bad guys. Doing what needs doing. But, you know, what is it all about? It's about going home to the one you love. Yes, always. You know, you do it. You do it to get home to Gina. To Gina. To be naked and in a bed with her because apparently even with a PG-13 Vin Diesel movie, he needs to be naked in bed with a topless woman and either imply that sex has happened or that sex is yeah. about to happen because mm-hmm. this is where he is in his career. It, okay, you know, whatever. They're in the Amalfi Coast. It's always sunset for some reason. It is, it is always, always sunset. sunset. And this is something you and I were like, it, what is it? Like always? It's just always going to, why is this? Ha- like, it, it's like, it's this idealized, she's laughing. She never, she doesn't <gasps> say very much, but like, she's always smiling at his mm-hmm. jokes and mm-hmm. kissing his cheeks. And, and they like, have like the tritest conversations of just, you know, oh, you have all these scars. They tell, I don't like the story they tell. Well, they tell a story of, you know, me coming back home. I always come back. I'm always going to come back home. Oh, well, but what, what happens when you don't? Well, I always do. And then we're going to have manly sex and it's going to be great. And then, oh no, she's been captured. No, no, I've been captured. And then there is the dumbest, the dumbest, most trite, cliched scene of a guy being weird, you know, putting, we're in a meat locker. He wakes up in a meat locker for some reason. He's just like a row of side of beef and the, the bad guy puts on a parka and a hat and dances to Psycho Killer. And I believe I was yelling at you for a good you know, minute about like, what is happening? What What's is happening? F- because like, it's very like reservoir dogs. Oh, but, but like bad, low bad, red, stupid bad. reservoir yes. dogs. And the bad, you know, the bad guy has, is wearing sandals with socks and they keep showing us that because, you know, he's zany and ridiculous. And then he makes a torture rape joke because he, he has, you know, the, the bolt stunner and that's what he's going to yeah. kill Gina with if Vin Diesel doesn't talk. And he says, oh, can she handle all six inches? Gross. Yeah, super then gross. Then he kills her with a bolt stunner and then kills Vin Diesel after Vin Diesel says, you better kill me because if you don't, I'm going to come and I'm going to kill you for killing my Gina. Yep. Yep. Okay. Well, that was, okay, well, 14 minutes. That's okay. You got through the, he's a, a hero and has a tragic backstory thing. Um, well, I guess we're on to the next part of the movie. Right. So, so he wakes up. And he is in, uh, he, he's, he learns that he's been injected with nanites that have now replaced his blood. Uh, they go through, uh, so this is where Guy Pierce enters as the doctor. And we've got um, uh, Isa Gonzalez as KT, who come in and explain to him kind of all the super soldierness. He's got super soldier buddies who, like, each have their own, like, they've been injured in war. And so, like... They're not, they're not like him, Amber. He, he is full nanite. He's full zombie. 
Yeah, he's full zombie. That's true. Yep. At least they're still uh, alive. Sam Hugan's Jimmy Dalton has uh, robo legs. Yes. And mm-hmm. Alexander Hernandez's Tibbs um, lost his vision, and now he has super, super sensory vision. He can see all the things with technology magic. Right. And uh, it's, just, it's just, it's that classic, oh, you're a super soldier now, and here are your buddies, and... But, but his memory has been erased. And so, you know, he's just getting to know people and he gets to know Isa and she does sexy mermaid martial arts dancing. It's, it's underwater katas because, of course, you know, she doesn't have to breathe underwater. And right. so we immediately get her into bathing suit. And, of course, Vin Diesel's there to watch her do it. And it's just so sexy and alluring. And then they have a heart to heart and then they start drinking. And then, oh, Megan. And, and, and we, at this point, Amber and I couldn't roll our eyes far enough in our heads. Like... It was one of these, like, wow, okay, I just, what are we watching? I guess the, the only thing to do right now is to drink, because he doesn't know what he likes to drink because he lost his memory, and we're going to listen to some music, and oh, wouldn't you know it, Psycho Killer comes on the radio. Yeah, Talking Heads comes on. But why the fuck would, why is there a radio? Why would Psycho, like, what a random thing to happen, Amber. So, so, okay, well, I guess the rest of the movie has to happen, so he goes, oh, I remember everything now. I'm going to go kill that guy. And then he becomes a super genius. And suddenly his nanites are telling him all the information about, I know how to find a plane. And then I know how to fly the plane because I downloaded the manual. And also I just used my nanites to search facial recognition of criminal databases to find the guy who killed my wife. And then also to ping all of the vehicles in the world. It's just this Okay, fine. And and somehow Guy Pierce is just like, oh, come back. I, I have the technology to talk to the nanites in your brain at right. whatever distance. But gee golly, we I can't, can't shut you down. I can't stop you. Multi-billion dollar zombie I made. Right. And we are yelling about this, you know. And, and for one thing, like action movies have taught us that they will do these ridiculously stupid things. Because and reasons. for the most. Because reasons, because the movie has to happen, right? We've got these things um, that we accept because we are watching an action movie. But at this point, Amber and I are rolling our eyes so hard. How could you let this this zombie nanite being walk out without having a way to stop him? How could you be letting him access your internet and not have a way to what, what, Cut him out. watch him and yeah. talk him to him? But you can't. And so... We watch him go and and uh, just just murder the heck out of the guy who he remembers killing his wife. Uh, who who is is basically like, hey man, I can help you. You don't understand. And then he ganks him. And it's it's a flower fight. They they crash into a flower truck in a tunnel. And yeah. there's just I think it was meant to kind of be atmospheric. All it made me think was, well, that should have incinerated the air that you're breathing. Right. We've learned from. Um, uh, equalizer 2 that flour is a powerful combustible especially once it's aerosolized yes what you what you often what people don't often know and uh, for some reason I feel I needed to know at a young age is that flour is very combustible and what happens is you get like a flash burn because when one goes up it just sends the rest of them up if they're they're close to each other so every explosion really should have just murdered everyone more or less or yes made them breathe fire yes. for a second doesn't matter it's a, it's a cool flower fight and he's he, he just smashes people it's kind of a hulk smash fight and kills the guy and then he the team the team finally tracks him down and brings him home and just like uh i just saw the man who killed my wife looked him in the eyes and killed him but it doesn't matter because it won't bring her back 
To which KT, Isaac Gonzalez's character, responds, makes you wonder if it's all worth it. What? Yeah. And what is what this? just happened? Like, and he's like, I'm done. And she's like, I'm done too. What is this conversation? Is, so this is just is dumb happening? action movie cliche dialogue. Yeah. Okay, fun. Cool. What's the rest of the movie going to be then? Him uh-huh. having sex with Isaac Gonzalez's character? I guess. And yep. then Megan. And then here we go. Last chance, folks. Turn this shit off. We've already alluded it to enough, but like, go watch this movie. And even in this, they kind of earn the info dump that they do. We have Sam Hugan's character, Dalton, you know, with the robo legs. Vin Diesel's being recharged, you know, because his nanites need uh, to be recharged in their power source. And he, he ran through them quite a bit. He took a lot of hits uh, when yeah. he was killing killing the man who killed his wife. And so he's, he's, you know, frozen on that table while the process takes hold. And Sam Hugan clearly hates him. Yes. He's like, this is my favorite part. You are just a fucking tin soldier. We press your revenge button and you just go and kill whoever we tell you to kill. And <laughs> the best part is you think your wife is dead. Well, bye-bye. And yeah. then he shuts him down. And at this point, Amor and I's brains are exploding. Because what? they, oh, wait, wait, so, wait, so, okay. And then you see a conversation between Guy Pierce and his tech guy, Eric, who is played by uh, Siddharth Dhananjay. It, it shows them essentially deconstructing, it, it, they, all of the memories from the beginning were a simulation, which they can manipulate. Right. Yes. Uh, from from the soldier, you know, experience all the way to, you know, the guy who killed his wife. And they just keep changing everything. the face of the yeah, guy who ev- killed his wife. Everything we saw in the beginning was all simulation. Exactly. And what? there's even a line where Guy Pierce is like, okay, is this is this going to work? And we need to do this. And and Eric is like, oh, man, okay. You know, can I have some some suggestions, some script ideas? And and Harding, Guy Pierce's character, is like, yeah, no. The last time, like, all of that shit in the beginning is your stuff, and you just ripped off every fucking action movie cliche that exists. Oh, that's why it sucked. That's why it sucks so bad, and that's why it looks like every single other action movie we've seen. That's great. Right down to the underwater mermaid kata lady in a bathing suit. Everything right. is controlled. Every interaction, every conversation is repetitive to get him to do the same thing every time. Put in the same inputs, just change the face of the guy, and he's going to go off on a rampage. That's why they didn't shut him down. That's why he had access to the databases. That's why all of it. Yes, we learned that they could have shut him down. They we learned that they were allowing him to have access. They learned we learned that he they were helping him, uh, and like and like they were kind of studying what he was doing with the nanites and all of that. Like so, yeah. Oh, oh, this makes so much more sense. And of course, Hugin hates him because he it's must be relentlessly repetitive. He gets all of the cool hardware, gets to do all of the killing, and then he just runs around cleaning up his messes. And having to have the same conversations over and over and over again. He hates him. And so, of course, he enjoys psychologically torturing him. Also, Dalton's character is just an asshole anyway. Yeah, he's just a dick. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's like the henchman of the more evil or creepy or bad guy. He's He is Harding's hench goon. Yes. And he plays it well. He's, it's fine. He does. Yeah. It's fine. He's he gross. Good job. Yeah. Megan. You, you hate him. Yes. Megan. Amber. Oh, boy. And then the rest of the movie goes on. And it's sure, the action isn't great. Sure, the set pieces aren't amazing. Sure, some of it's a little bit chaotic and hard to follow. But it's doing work. 
The story mm-hmm. continues to be clever enough. They don't they're not giving us garbage and and trying to make some gold out of it. They clearly have an idea of where they want to go and they give the pieces that they need to make it make sense. Right. And we learn that Guy Pierce is sending at this point, we kind of don't fully understand what he's used uh Vin Diesel for all along, but we learn that at this point he wants to sell this technology to the highest bidder and he's sending Vin Diesel to murder anybody who knows anything more about it. So the, the, he's all the, the people only who one defected, essentially. Right, yes. They were all, all the original members do. of the company and they left. Right. And so he's Because they had like morals or 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 just at least like I don't think concerns. they did because of what we learn later. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. But it's it's I mean it's it's this part isn't as as clean cut. They don't they don't really flesh this bit out. You know they left the company. You don't you you I think I also assumed that they had morals right up until Vin Diesel's uh bloodshot. Uh, what is it? His what is his character's name? Garrison? Ray Garrison. Yes. Ray Garrison. Garrison seems to be sent after the last one. Right. But he seems to be ready for him and he keeps calling right. for Wiggins. Yes. And so when when Garrison shows up to take out the last guy, Barris, Nick Barris, his face has been implanted onto the killer of his wife, who isn't actually dead, and none of it actually happened. He's like, get me Wiggins. Let me get Wiggins, played by Lamorne Morris. Yes, please. Thank you for having a black comedic actor who just happens to be black in this role. He is right. not... He's not the goofy, just along for the ride comic relief. He's just right. the actor they hired to play a funny role, and he's a black man. Like it's right. not, it's not that trope of whoops, the silly wacky black guy. And he does such a good job. He delivers good funny lines. He's got good commentary, and he's also just like a coding genius. And he has purpose in the movie. Like, oh like, yeah, so much of the stuff that we hate of like the 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 wacky black actor that you put in to be the comic relief is that they're just there to be the comic relief. They don't know what's going on. They they're they are being doofuses all around, and like that's their role. This is smart, funny dude has a like has a job coding genius. Uh, yeah, and he's not a problem. So often they're they're also used as like they're the ones that die. And they often die doing something stupid or selfish, and they, they create problems for people. I mean, come on, Resident Evil. Uh... Wiggins is essential. Wiggins has created a device for Barris. It's an EMP to shut down Garrison, our, our zombie, our nanite zombie. Our Vin Diesel. But, oh, man, Barris, Barris is ordering Wiggins around. He's not being very nice. He's like, well, give me the thing. He's like, well, you should have told me you needed it four minutes ago. It needs to boot up. And unfortunately, Garrison comes in murders Barris and starts to walk out. But then someone activates the EMP anyway. Does hit the EMP, yeah. Huh. And you see Wiggins with the remote, and you're like, huh. And all this time, like, Amber and I were like, what's ha-? Like, of course you would start that earlier. What's wrong? Like, we, we are How making you fun. not prepared for this? Yeah. We, so Amber and I talked during the entire movie, and, like, we're making fun of it for, like, oh, come on. Like, if you're going to do this, like, do, you know, you would have it booted up. You would have it ready. You see him coming. Why wouldn't you have started it already? Oh, Wiggins wanted this. Wiggins wanted Barris dead because Barris is a dick. Yep, Barris had, basically, he called it indentured servitude. He was trapped. He couldn't leave. He was doing Barris's bidding. And this was the way to get free. And Barris also wanted Garrison dead. Whereas Wiggins, 
Frankenstein monster car battery jumped him back to life after the EMP yes. took out everything. Right. Yeah. And it was, and then it becomes kind of a whole, okay, I've disconnected you from their network. What are you going to do with that? And of course, Vin Diesel just goes back on a, you know. Garrison has kind of a one thing, and it's revenge, largely. Oh, oh, but mm-hmm. also his wife. Oh, also, right. He 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 figures out, so once he wake up, wakes up from this Frankensteining by um, uh, Lamorne Morris, he realizes kind of all in one jolt, which is fucking fine. Like, I don't want it to have to hear him work out the fact that he is being used and his wife might not be dead and all this kind of shit. Um, he kind of works it out real quick, and then he goes to find his wife. Turns out they broke up before he died. Um, so And she hasn't seen him for five years, which makes it, which is interesting, because then we, we know, know he's that been, he's, yeah. he's been gone. He's been out of this for five-ish years. He's, he's probably been zombie murder revenging people for, for five-ish years. For years, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. all right. Well, well, cool. Um, he did give Wiggins a job. He uh, took out some of his nanites and put them in a cup and said, hey, reverse engineer this. And Wiggins, <laughs> Morris does such a good job. He's like, I'm sorry. Yeah. So you... You want me to reverse engineer something that took dozens of scientists to accomplish and like Decades. years of genetic engineering and like insane things. And and before this, when he'd first introduced himself, he, he'd informed Garrison that, you know, he was a massive, amazing coder and engineer and mm-hmm. it's sort of his superpower. And so after he he complains about, you want me to this, you just make it again? Garrison's like, well, that's your superpower. Like it's, there was so few glimmers of pitch black Vin Diesel, but that line yeah. delivery was so looks clear, you know, like the yeah. slight side grin and the, I thought that was your superpower, buddy. Oh, Yep, it's vintage Vin Diesel. Vintage and y- You don't get m- much of that in this movie because he's too busy punching shit, but yeah. Yep. It's, it's a very good one-liner. It's very good Vin Diesel face. Okay. I wish there was more. So, Diesel's free. He's he's disconnected. What's he going to do next? He doesn't have his wife to, to do things for anymore because she actually is remarried and has kids. What, uh, what is a zombie to do? Well, I think it's also time we checked in with KT, who doesn't love this situation. No. When she said she was done, she was saying that she was she she also has been doing this over and over again and has been realizing how evil Guy Pierce is. And uh, yeah, she, she's also done. Mm-hmm. And this... Except- this, this this adds into like talk, stock, stock, stock. Are you okay? Yes. Okay. Great. Stock action, action dialogue of you know. Yes. He's a soldier. We shouldn't be doing this to him. And Kuiper's is like, well, he's dead. And I mean, you know, isn't it kind of beautiful how he loves somebody so much that that he's just willing to die for them to like get this? Like, it's clear that he is enamored by that. Guy Pierce is enamored by Vin Diesel's revengefulness. Harding is a fan. He he admires him and, and he never gets tired of pushing his buttons and sending him going because it's just this is his superpower isn't the nanites, it's love and revenge, I guess, and his ability to want to murder. So KT is is out. She kind of wants to be done. Harding sends her after Wiggins. Mhm. Because he knows too much. And she doesn't want to do it again. She doesn't want to do it Again, she doesn't, and and they get Vin Diesel back. He sends he sends Dalton and uh, Tibbs to go and to go and collect him, and uh, 
he's, he's back on the table. They're about to, you know, mess with his memories again. She needs to go get Wiggins, so she doesn't want to do it. And uh, Dalton shuts off her airway. Yep. So she's got, like we said, uh, a, a trachea implant that allows her to breathe. And apparently on his, on, on Guy Pierce's robo-arm, he also has one, by the way, he can shut off her implant. Yep. So she's she's choking oh. out on the floor and he gives the, oh, it's, this is when you really get a glimpse of how they constructed his villain and how well he's playing it. And he yes. just says, I don't have to ask you to do something. I do it out of respect. And that respect needs to be reciprocated. And she's, she can't even gasp for air. He's effectively shut off her airway. He turns it back on and essentially like pats her on the head and goes, good girl. It is, it is chilling. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. I'm not a violent man. I just demand respect and obedience and I kill my problems. Yeah, Exactly. And you get the best choreography of the movie, I would say, because most of the other action is kind of shooting, chasing, CGI, and just smash punching. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Isaac Gonzalez gets a good, too quick extendable baton fight scene when she uh, takes out Wiggins' bodyguards. Like, oh, shit. Yeah, Kitty's a badass. Hell yes. I am loving this. You are, mm-hmm. you are not just going to be manipulated anymore. You were going to, well, I guess you are kind of being manipulated because you, you did go get Wiggins, except. Yeah. Oh. She didn't. She didn't get Wiggins. She tells Dalton she didn't get him, even though we just saw her get him. So what does this mean? What What's going to happen now? Vin Diesel's already been captured. He's on the table. They're extracting the nanites. But wait. Dalton stops it. They didn't get Wiggins. So they got to send him back out after Wiggins. We got to we got to put the Wiggins face on the guy killer face and let's let's just let's just get this going. It's going to be great. And yeah. she's like, "Well, okay." And then Megan, earlier in the Amber. movie, we are told by Eric, Dalton's tech guy, that oh, he knows exactly who Wiggins is. He's a genius. He was the first person to create like person-to-person neural uplinks and he used uh-huh. some of his code to create Dalton's like big mainframe zombie technology right yep so freaking kt uses wiggins tech to enter vin diesel's simulation as it's being created to send him after wiggins and wiggins trojan horses into dalton's system it's all being used it all makes sense and now it's on it's fucking on megan so so uh, uh wiggins is getting into the system he's 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 now fighting eric uh, and they have a, a hacker off, which is pretty great. Um, uh, Wiggins is clearly the better hacker. And uh, yeah, kind of just schools Eric. And it's... You yeah, get it's a good... Great. Vin Diesel wakes up and just glares up at Eric. You know he remembers everything. Uh-huh. And Eric says, oh, Jesus. And you, you it, it cuts back to Wiggins alone in his like tech hacking van. He's like... 20 quid, he just said, oh, Jesus. And he turns around, realizes, that's right, I'm alone. I need real friends. Or a therapist. It is mm-hmm. good, because that's what you get when you get a solid, comedically timed actor in this role. He's competent. He's funny. He's thrown out the lines. He's doing them well. At this point, Guy Pierce realizes that uh, uh, Isaac Gonzalez has turned on him. So he goes and finds her. And uh, Amber, he he shuts off her breathing again and says, and says, Bye-bye. He's going to kill her. Interesting. Interesting. Um, well, mm-hmm. of course that works, right? It does not, Amber. 
It does not. She she kind of looks at him and says, like, I would let you do that again, which is great. Mm. Like, in every other movie, it would have been a whole nother thing that she had to get him and fight him and turn it back on or whatever. Or Dalton no. would have to come save her. Right. Wait, Dalton. Garrison. Dalton. Garrison, sorry. Yes. Dalton's a bad man. Bad, yes. bad man Sam Hugan. Garrison would have to come save her. Yep. Vin, Vin Diesel would come rushing in and smash Guy Pierce, and she'd be able to breathe again, and she'd be so grateful, and they'd... They'd cuddle. She'd seem so, so helpless. No, she told Wiggins, fucking shut that link off. Don't let him do this shit to me again. Yep. That happens once, you son of a bitch. One yeah. time you get, One and time. then it's done. Yeah. It's like the beginning where Vin Diesel says, you you better kill me or I'm coming for you. Mm-hmm. Like, you should have killed her because now she's coming for you. Now it's just kind of end scene explosions and fights. Yeah. I I don't dislike uh, Sam Hugans Dalton gets an exo suit sort of, so he has like long yeah. robotic arms in addition to his robo legs, so he has a chance of fighting, you know, immortal zombie man. Right, which is which is kind of fun, and like he has, of course, to add insult to injury, he has the uh, what is it, the bolt, the bolt stunner thing mm. embedded into the robo arm, which is kind of. Just as a psychologically, kind of fuck you. Yeah, yeah. Sure, why not? Mm-hmm. And, you know, a couple more. A ridiculous scene where KT burns down the server. Yes. Uh, with, it, it, it's just, she's walking in slow motion. She activates the grenades. There's smoke. It's She's just, she turns around. It's she's red. framed in it. And she slowly walks out, then turns around into this very well-sealed server room and watches it all Thank burn. goodness. Yeah. And meanwhile, you have Wiggins in her ear saying, okay, here's the tricky, you know, technological thing you're going to have to do to take out the servers. You're going to do this, and yep. do this, and do this. And Step then she 36. Does okay. Have you, yep. And then he just watches all, all bird. It's like, like, okay. Oh, yeah. Why didn't I think of that? Control command, burn the building down. It's funny. <laughs> it's very good. It's funny. And then, you know, uh, exosuit falling down, an outdoor elevator shaft fight. Yeah. And then the final showdown between Garrison and Dalton, Guy Pierce and Vin Diesel. Harding. Damn it. Why do I keep calling him Dalton? I don't know. Dalton don't is know. Sam Hugan. I know it's Sam Hugan. Okay. I know that. Uh, don't I just get keep mad at saying me. You're Dalton. the one who said it wrong the entire time. Twice, motherfucker. I said it wrong twice. And now you're, you are re-narrativizing and I don't appreciate it. <laughs> Any hoozles? Megan? Mm-hmm. Guy Pierce's Harding? knows that uh, Garrison is is running low on his nanites. We have a nanite counter. And uh, he's he keeps, he's taking hits, he's taking explosions, he's overclocked, is, is what Wiggins' computers tell him. It's, it's he's, yeah. His nanites are overclocked. If he goes down, he'll go down permanently. This gives Harding's character a chance to, to like, give him one more, one more desperate appeal. You know, people need structure. People need boxes. People, people just want to think they're making choices on their own you can't survive without me. I can I can make this better. I can rebuild you. Don't make me do this. Don't make me do this. What a fucking line. Good abuser. Fuck it. Oh, it's so like he controls all aspects of his life and he's you can't live without me. You're nothing without me. Hits him one more time with an explosive take the, which takes out the last of the nanites. And then he walks up all confident to Vin Diesel, grabs him with his super strong robo arm. He's like, and all that's left is Ray Garrison, Vin Diesel says, and that's enough. And he drops it. He'd stopped 
the last explosive from yeah. detonating, I guess, with his magic right. nanite powers. He drops yeah. it and blows them both up. It's this such a... It's great. <clears throat> I own you. You're nothing without my tech inside of you. And you're nothing without me. And on your own, I will just... Oh, no. Now we're both... Uh, we, we blew up. I guess it must be over because he was uh, definitely vaporized he was, by that he point Blake explosion. He was vaporized. Yeah. yeah. Nah, nah, Amber. They don't worry. <laughs> Wiggins, Wiggins, Wiggins is a coding superpower man. Yeah, Wiggins can rebuild him. Yeah, which gets you <laughs> sure. two final good lines. There's yes. when 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 Vin first wakes up after being impossibly resurrected again. Wiggins like, oh, thank goodness you remember. I didn't think you'd. I, I didn't know if you'd remember anything. I thought you'd wake up like a gorilla in a cage and rip me apart. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. actually kind of accurate for what Vin Diesel did for most of the movie. Yes. Just an angry yes, gorilla. And then at the very, very end, Katie's there, of course. They have a fairly cliched conversation. The light is mm, kind of soft sunset again, which is yes. hilarious and, and, and completely unnecessary. As they're driving off into the sunset, Wiggins comes in and he's like, why are we driving off into the sunset? This is really cliched. Are we still in a simulation? And it cuts off, and the, the credits. Start. Like I, it's it's good, right? Yeah, it's it's silly good, but it's very good. It's not it's not amazing. It's not crazy clever. We're we're not watching a beautiful, interesting sci-fi movie developed from a Philip K. Dick novel, as many of the critics felt the need to compare it to. But ridiculous action, ridiculous fights, decent CGI, decent effects. A lot of it was stupid, but the story was clever enough and lean and logical and. For a movie like this, that is something. That is something. And it it tricked us. We were so ready to, mm, to we just bury ourselves into the tropes, the, the jumble of tropes that um, action movies set up for us. We were so f- fine with being like, okay, this is what this is. Okay, this is annoying and stupid. And okay, we're writing this down to talk about, oh, oh, you subverted it all. Mm-hmm. Kudos, I did not see that fucking coming. Yep. And even looking at the last, like the last scene, you 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 do have, you know, the, the typical comic book superhero movie slugfest between superpowered guy and superpowered guy, but it didn't go on insanely long and it was reasonable and it wasn't the final fight. It wasn't that typical Marvel movie, we're just going to have two titans smash it out and then by some ridiculous twist of something, teamwork, I don't know. Right. The good guy's going to win. Right. It was, we get the slam fest, and then we get just a guy who's had all of his nanites sapped out against a guy with a robot arm, and they blow each other up. It, the, the final confrontation yeah. is more of a psychological confrontation than it is, yeah. again, there's something to that. I, I don't know. I can't think of when I've seen that before. I'm sure it's been done before, but it, it just sticks with me because so many critics compared this to, ugh, 90s, ugh, typical comic book fair. Well, that would mean that the last fight would have been between Vin Diesel and Sam Hugan. Right. He would have been the main bad guy, but the main bad guy wasn't them. It was Guy Pierce. It was Guy Pierce. Being a great, smarmy, toxic, masculine, good guy, bad guy. Right. And he doesn't, he's got a robo arm, but he doesn't have insane powers. He has his words Mm -hmm. that he's trying to cut Vin Diesel down with. And the control that he's been able to exert over his life. He even enters his mind in a simulation and tries to reason with yes. him. Yes. When, yeah. when, when Guy Pierce recovers Vin Diesel after, after Wiggins disconnects him from the network briefly. Mm-hmm. It's just like, you don't understand. 
man. I'm helping you. And and you don't like your gift is beautiful. Your gift is revenge. Your ability to go out and kill for the woman you love. Like that's it's, can't you see it's beautiful? And can't you see what we're doing together is beautiful? Right. Baby, and I, give I love you. you. I'll yeah. give you everything. Mm-hmm. Just I, I, be my yeah. slave. Yeah. Okay, Jareth. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> do every. All I ask is for you to do everything. Mm-hmm. Be your slave. Um, he even says, uh, Guy Pierce says to Vin Diesel, like, I give you, I give you one last night with your wife, right? You know, and in then- the most beautiful lighting possible. And I really, you know, how her her, her boobs were kind of kind of asymmetrical. Yeah, I fixed that. I, I tightened that up for you. Tighten that right up for you. You know those Remember stretch marks. The last time you saw her, she had she had that like pimple on her. I cleaned that right up. It's the imperfections that make us beautiful. Guy <laughs> Pierce's character. Yeah. Don't want to airbrush their final moment together. Yeah. It, oh my gosh. I'm in, man. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Great job. Great Thank job, you. Bloodshot. Great job, what? Bloodshot. Way to give me a refreshing experience that, that subverts my expectations so effectively that I'm furious with you and then delighted with you. Yeah. Well done. And the pace was good. It, it didn't mm-hmm. make for a ton of world building or character building, but you had enough to appreciate what was being done. Yep. And they kept it under two hours. Great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I could have, I would have loved more with Katie's character. And really... He was the damsel. He had to be mm-hmm. saved. Yes. He, he was being kept in the castle by an evil dragon mm-hmm. with a robotic arm. Yeah. Sorry. I liked it. I liked it, critics. I liked it. And you're yeah. wrong. So, Amber, uh, what would you rate this movie on the rock scale? Regrettable, outstanding, crazy balls or K? Yeah, crazy balls outstanding. It mm-hmm. was not an amazing action movie. It was not an amazing effects movie. It was good enough, but subvert my expectations again baby you know oh, i mean boy. it it helps that we just came off of the expendables franchise so yes very you know, much you, so i have that comparison but yeah i was happy for the ride i went on it was elating mm-hmm. thank you story right. thank you delightful yeah, this, story this did everything that the expendables could have done actually they they okay they couldn't okay to be fair they couldn't have done it no they couldn't have <laughs> because they were the expendables and they didn't try to except for that last oh that last like 30 seconds but oh, still yeah um yeah i you you yeah. hired good act like isaac gonzalez lamorne morris and guy pierce did work sam hugan did well enough it was a pretty sim- simplistic one-note character so he sort of just had to seethe your traditional yeah roid rage toxic masculine angry yeah. man but mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah, I in in like Eric Siddhartha Dananjay's character was also like that kind of geeky, yeah. also a version of toxic masculinity because he yes. he's the one who put in all of the tropes and he's the one who did the you know six inch thing and you yeah. even have a scene where Katie, you know, mentions you know that line about you know can she take six inches and she as a kiss off is like you know what everyone else knows six inches is not a lot Eric and she leaves and I. You know, you know I'm, I'm fine yeah, with that dick joke yeah dick joke and and since he's so concerned with it that there's i think there's even a scene where it's implied that he might want to use the guy pierce's technology to give him a bigger dick mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then he decides not to it's it just she hits him where it hurts because she knows it matters to him and it's that kind yeah. of yeah what is what is the word there's a term for guys it's really a gross concept guys who are are, are involuntarily celibate Incels. Oh, 
Incels, yeah. There's, there's an incel flavor to Eric. Yeah. They, yep. they definitely have the bad guys be gross versions of the worst kind of men. Yep. And I have to say, just as a, as like from a medical standpoint, uh, I recently had a visit with my primary care physician and we got to talking about things since I was having a pap smear done. And uh, <laughs> she was like, and guys, I mean, you know what? Medically speaking, the average length of a female vagina is six inches. So if you're more than six inches, you're just bumping my cervix. So cool, I guess. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's just a yep. delightful physical. Mm -hmm. I was like, yeah, that's a really good point. Unless you like yeah. having your cervix bumps. I don't like your cervix bumps. I don't know why we need to constantly be talking about dick size. Yeah, It's not absolutely. all going to fit in there. Nope. And also that has nothing to do with, you know. Anything. Anything. Yeah. Mm. <sighs> Megan. Amber. Crazy balls outstanding. Yeah. Do you have an Abby story? Yes, I do, Amber. So um, when I – so I'm, I'm going to be taking Abby to um, uh, the Cape this weekend to go camping. Well, kind of camping out in a, um, in a, a at a house. And anyway, it's going to be delightful. It's going to be super fun. And um, Dan and I hadn't told her about this, and she was in the car with Dan. And – um, we, we kind of brought it up and, you know, asked if she liked camping and she, she really does like the idea of camping. She's been, um, you know, slept in a tent with her mom, both in the basement and then outside in the backyard. And so she's super excited about it. And, um, when, uh, when I asked if she, uh, wanted to go, um, camping with me, there was just like silence. I was like, oh, maybe this is a bad, oh, is this a bad idea? <laughs> Dan had to narrate. Yes, yeah, she's, she's just uncontrollably grinning and can't answer you because she's just so elated you broke yeah, her brain was, with joy it was adorable and, and then she and then she asked tomorrow <laughs> like well not i won't tomorrow, have to wait for this right i'm not sure my heart can take it <laughs> delightful amber do you have a recommendation so my recommendation is going to be food-based there is um uh, a, a Korean food producer in in my hometown, um, and she, I've 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 eaten her food for years. She used to you know have a stall at the farmers market, and it was just the best, best dumplings and kimchi and sauces, and she makes great stuff. And and a few years ago, I went into a Whole Foods and found her kimchi on the shelf, and I was so happy. And and I'm back home now. And it's it's the, the local market has like all of her things, like not just her kimchi, but her sauces. And she actually has a website and you can and order it online or you can find a lot of it in, in Whole Foods, I think. But Sunja's, S-U-N-J-A. She makes excellent kimchi and she makes really, really tasty sauces. I, I highly recommend both her uh, hot bean sauce is really good. Uh, it's like a little bit sweet and savory and spicy. It's not dissimilar in flavor from like gochujang. Uh, and I, I just, I just love it. And then also her, oh, curry peanut sauce. I mean, peanut sauce in general is delicious, but oh, so good. But it's just, she makes it here in my hometown and it's really, really delicious. And I'm so excited that it's so easy to, to get it now, but you can, you can also order it on, on her website. It's sunjaskimchi.com. Excellent. Um, it's, 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 she makes great food. I've, I've been eating it, eating it for years and I Wonderful. love it and it's delicious. Excellent. And I, I just I just want to reiterate one other thing. Um, Ionian starfish, 
just uh, mm-hmm. just in general, you know, maybe once a week, Ionian starfish, just uh, you know, any any of it, any of her music. I, I I've listened to Iridescent so many times, but her singles are also gorgeous. She has one of maybe my favorite female voice ever. Like it's mm-hmm. is beautiful, and and just her songs are so good, and I can't stop listening to it. Wife you up. Oh man, the ride it takes you on. Oh, it's all good. So yeah, Sunjas. Definitely, definitely look up Sunjas. Eat some, eat some delicious, delicious kimchi and 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 green sauces and uh, ionian starfish. And uh, as my recommendation, I'm going to say, hey, find us on Twitter where we will um, put this. Um, we have been uh, better at linking to our recommendations, so you can find a link to this uh, uh, on our Twitter, which is Bad Movies Rock. And uh, you can email at us at badmoviesrockpodcast at gmail.com. And uh, hey, hey, write a review and uh, rate us on iTunes. <laughs> yeah, sure. Do those things. I don't know. Do you, a, do you have a suggestion? Do you have a recommendation? Do you have a correction? Do you have a concern, comment, or just, you know, want to spread some joy? Mm-hmm. Reach out and touch us, you know, electronically. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't actually want anyone to reach oh, boy, out and touch yeah. me. Please, please don't do that. Yeah, yeah. Great. Uh, well, good place to end there. Nice, nice plugging our socials, Megan. Good work. Uh, Thank I guess you. I'll, I guess have a good weekend this year. Thank you. And I'll end this like I always do, no. which is to say to you, my friend Amber, there's <sighs> going to be some rocking. Like what kind of rocking? Like, like side to side rocking, musical rocking, someone's just throwing rocks. All of it. Sort of like a stoning, but I mean, it's, it, it's the same thing, a stone and a mm-hmm. rock. Yeah, yeah. Is a stone considered a small rock? Because it has to be something you can throw. Like you wouldn't, you wouldn't call a boulder a stone, but you would call it a rock. But I guess a boulder is made of stone, so it's also the thing itself. Mm. The English language is broken. Yeah, super is. And so are you for bringing this to my attention, Megan. Good day to you, sir. Famer. I said good day. <laughs> <laughs>